Hey, 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 y'all. This is BTS with Brit, the podcast, a podcast created for freelance artists where we share business tips, beauty tips, and talk to some of the beauty industry's top professionals to help you level up in your artistry. And I'm your host, Brittany Rogers. I'm a freelance beauty and TV and film makeup artist. And this is episode five. I'm going to give me some noise right there for episode five. That was some noise. Make some noise. I can't believe we're already at episode five, guys. That means we have five more left. And remember I said that we're covering the basics this season before we get down to the nitty gritty. So, so far we have figured out what our niche is. We've learned about assisting. We talked about breaking into TV and film, which was really like a season two sprinkle, but it's fine. And we talked about, sis, you need a website because... The internets came from my neck and stole my Instagram and thank God I had a website. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go back to last week's episode and check it out. Today we're going to talk about another highly requested topic and one that is very important and that is building your portfolio. I'm going to break this episode down into two parts because I don't want to overwhelm you guys. There's a lot that you need to know when it comes to building your portfolio. So this week we are going to talk about how you need to prep yourself to build your portfolio because you want to be intentional about building it. You want to set a vision for your portfolio and create an action plan so you're not wasting time when working with photographers and different teams. Now, if you're saying to yourself, what is a portfolio? A portfolio is a varied set of photographs of models or actors intended to be shown to your potential employer. So basically your portfolio is what you're gonna show to the decision makers. And this is what's gonna speak for you before you walk in the room. Your portfolio is gonna show, are you capable of doing the work that's needed to get this job? If you listen to episode one, then I'm sure you guys remember me talking about a book that I absolutely love called Damn Good Advice. And I have another quote from that book that I would like to share. It says your portfolio should ignite, provoke, shock and kick ass. Because again, this is what's gonna speak for you before you get in the room. So it has to tell a story. Before we get on set, there are four important things you need to know for building your portfolio. And you guys know me, it wouldn't be me if I didn't give you a list. So let's start with number one. And number one is understand what your niche is we talked about that in episode one and if you don't know what your niche is I highly suggest going back to check that out understanding your niche or identifying your niche will help you understand your brand identity and help you be consistent with building your portfolio okay to break that down for you I'm going to use myself as an example in the beginning of my career I didn't know what my niche was and who my ideal client was and that resulted in me testing with anybody and just taking shoots that didn't align with the vision for my brand so I would take anything from like bridal, uh, beauty, fashion, special effects. If y'all needed me to test, your girl was there. I was pulling up. And just imagine not understanding your niche. You don't have a brand strategy and you go to sit in a room with a decision maker and they look at your portfolio and say, okay, what is your niche? What do you specialize in? What can we use you for? So the first step is you want to understand what is your niche and what is your vision for your brand. That's what's going to help you create a consistent portfolio 
portfolio. Once I figured out that, once I figured out I'm a beauty artist, I want to specialize in clean beauty and beauty editorial, I was more selective about the jobs that I took. I was more selective about the photographers that I worked with so that I can get the images that I needed in my book that will speak to the decision makers that I was trying to work with. Two, you want to design your portfolio with your ideal client in mind. Now, when we were talking about our niche, um, I did mention a part of knowing your niche. I mentioned that a part of knowing your niche will help you understand your brand identity and your client. Now, a client doesn't necessarily have to be a person. A client can also be a brand. So my dream client is NARS and milk makeup and if you're familiar with both of those brands you know that they're known for their natural dewy makeup looks with a pop of color since this is the client or the brand that I want to work with I'm going to create some images with them in mind just think about if I'm at a meeting with the company's creative director or brand manager I want to show them a book full of fashion and special effects and bridal because that's not what Milk Makeup or NAR stands for. If you Google their ad campaigns, again, you know that it's macro beauty or beauty editorial, clean, natural, no makeup makeup. So the goal is to have work that matches their brand aesthetic, that shows them not only can I do the makeup, but I understand what their brand stands for. The images you create for your portfolio doesn't have to be identical to what the brand has on their website or their social media. You just want it to be in the ballpark. So they say, oh, okay, she can do or he can do exactly what it is that we're looking for. Although you do want some images in your book that speak to who you're trying to work with, you still want your book to showcase your personal style. So have a few images in there that really speak to who you are as an artist. Maybe you love to do like over the top eyeshadow looks. That's fine. You can throw a few of those in there. We'll talk more about what type of images you need in your book next week, how to create a diverse portfolio. The whole point of creating images that speaks to your ideal client is so that you can attract them and then they can hire you to do makeup. Maybe it's for an ad campaign or maybe because social media these days, they might send you some products and say, hey, we're gonna pay you X amount of dollars to create these images or this type of video for our social media because a lot of brands are doing that. Just think about when you do a photo shoot, you did an amazing test shoot with your team, you use some MAC cosmetic products, right? And you text the brand not only will the brand repost you because you use their products but nine times out of ten they're reposting because you created some content for them and whatever you created matched the aesthetic on their page next time you go to a makeup company's instagram just scroll through the images and you'll see that a lot of this work is work from other makeup artists and other teams. It's not something that may have came from their own creative team. They're now outsourcing to get people to create their content. So you have their attention. They may send you some products and say, hey, we need you to create a video. We need you to create, um, do a photo shoot. And this is the amount. So. We're no longer just in the days of where you pull up to do magazines now. Now we're creating social media content. Three, you want to create an inspiration board. So you know your niche. You know what it is that you want to do. So let's say um, it's me, right? 
I'm just starting, but I know I really want to do clean beauty, beauty editorial. That's what I want to focus on. And I know that my dream client is NARS and Milk Makeup. I've studied them. I know their aesthetic. So now we're going to create our inspiration board. And this is a set of images that's basically going to be a visual of the goal that we have in mind for our portfolio. The good thing about having an inspiration board is not only can you use this to be a visual of what you want your portfolio to look like, but when it's time for you to work with photographers, you can reference back to your inspiration board and pull a concept to present to a photographer. Your inspiration board doesn't necessarily have to be a board. Whatever floats your boat, it can be a board, it can be a folder. My personal inspiration board is a folder. To find pictures, you can check Pinterest, Google, fashion magazines, benches, ugh. Vintage Makeup Books, which is my personal favorite. Another good place is digital magazines like Lucy's and Bogotalia. And what I love about checking digital magazines for inspiration, not only can you find concept ideas, but it'll also give you an idea of what the magazine is looking for if you decide to submit later down the line. Now, if you're a more seasoned artist and you may be saying to yourself, I already have a portfolio, so what am I supposed to do? Maybe you wanna do a portfolio refresh and I highly suggest taking some time to review your portfolio portfolio every year and see what you need more of or what you need less of. So for example, I have a lot of clean beauty, like no makeup, makeup looks in my book to the point where y'all know she can do clean beauty, sis can do clean beauty, and she can do a red lip because that's just what I do. But it's very important to diversify your book and show that you have range. So now what I'm working on is doing more beauty editorial, more bright pops of color. So on my inspiration board for 2021, I will feature more bright colored looks. All right, now we're moving into number four. So far, again, we know our niche, we know who our client is, and we've made our whole mood board, inspiration board, folder, whatever works best for you. So now we're gonna move into number four, which is create your hit list. This is when you're going to make a list of photographers that you wanna work with. Now keep in mind, when you're doing this, you want to reference your inspiration board because you want to work with creatives who are aligned with your vision now remember just because they have beautiful images on their instagram on their website does not mean they can shoot the concept that you have in mind trust me i've experienced this before i've experienced this before and i've wasted a lot of time to give you guys some more background on that, I was once working with this photographer. He was really great. His work was amazing, but I really wanted him to shoot like some macro close-up beauty. We were like a team at the time, and that just wasn't what he was into. He wasn't into beauty. Instead of just saying that to me, I would show him a concept and he would say, well, I don't understand. And it wasn't that he didn't understand, that just wasn't what he had in mind. Fast forward to years later, cause that was years ago, maybe like eight years ago, what I'm talking about. But here we are, now I work with about, I work 
with several photographers, but there are three photographers that I work with on a regular basis. And one of them is Damo. When I met Damo, we instantly clicked because we both had the same vision in mind. We knew we wanted to shoot beauty. We were both into shooting clean. We wanted to do that red lip. And even now, you know, we've been working together for about four or five years now. Our goals have changed, but we still kind of have the same vision in mind. Because when you guys are on the line, it does not work. And if you don't know who Damo is, I highly suggest checking him out. You've probably seen a lot of his work on my page. His Instagram name is at Damo, D-O-M-O, shot me. So find the tribe that aligns. Ooh, that rhymed. Stay dropping bars on here. We are moving into the last look section of the podcast. And if you're new here, last looks is where I give advice or if we have a Yes, our guests will give advice, but today we're going to do something different. Today, I'm going to give you guys homework because next week we are going to get into how you reach out to photographers, how you build a team and creating your mood boards so that you are ready to get on set and shoot. But before we do that, we really got to make sure that we take some time in deep dive to find out what the vision is for your brand. What are you trying to create? You can't just be out here just shooting, 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 shooting. I mean, yes, it is okay to shoot 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 because that's how you grow you learn what you like learn what you don't like but when you're in a season of building and you really need to create the right work to attract the decision makers because it's stacktober okay and we trying to we trying to get it out here we trying to secure the bag so we got to be intentional when we're trying to secure the bag so i have three homework questions that i want you guys to answer if you are a new artist and you haven't really established your portfolio just yet and you're trying to figure out how, I want you to ask yourself these three questions before we get into the deep dive stuff. One, what is the vision for your brand? Where do you see yourself in the next five, 10 years? What does your brand look like down the line? The highest version of your artistry, what does her portfolio or his portfolio look like? Write that down. Two, who is your dream client and what is the aesthetic that they serve? What are they known for and how can you recreate this in your brand? I want you to create your inspiration board. Take some time, really sit down, go through Pinterest, make a folder on your laptop, on your phone, whatever works best for you, and just get all of those concepts and throw them into one bin. And our last one, number four, create a hit list of photographers who match the vision of your brand. So take some time. Google, go through websites and find photographers who align with what you have on your inspiration board. Now, the work doesn't have to look identical, but you want somebody who's in the ballpark of what you're trying to create. For my seasoned artists who already have a portfolio, I didn't forget you. Don't worry. I have some questions for you, too, if you are interested in refreshing your portfolio. The first thing I want you to do is review your current portfolio. And ask yourself, what do I need more of and what do I need less of? Do I need uh, different complexions in my book? Do I need, in my case, less no makeup makeup and red lips? What do you need more of? What do you need less of? Number two, create an inspiration board for what you want your brand to look like moving forward. This is when you're going to include what you need more of. And three, write out your hit list. And like I was saying for my newbies, make sure that the photographers or the team on your hit list aligns with what's on your inspiration board. 
All right, y'all. So it's a wrap on today's episode. As always, I hope you enjoyed it and you got some good information. Remember, I feel like a teacher, y'all. Do your homework. Do your homework so you can really benefit off of next week's episode. Next week, we're going to talk about reaching out to photographers, testing, collaborating, and one of my favorite topics ever, mood boards. So in the meantime, stay connected with me on Instagram at underscore Brittany Rod. If you're a Facebook type of kid, I mean, you can hit me up on Facebook at Brittany Rogers too. And let's talk. I mean, if you want to break down these questions, I'm here for you. Whatever you need me for, I got you. So until next time, wash your hands, clean your brushes, take your vitamins because, you know, the Rona is still out here. Wear your mask. Wear your mask. Okay. I love y'all. Be safe. Bye.